Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Local. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefirelocal.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's all about how to take your business to the next level. What I try to do is take different topics, topics that are thought-provoking, topics that allow you to really question and see how you measure up. Some of these topics tend to be very tactical and some tend to be a little bit more philosophical. But at the end of the day, I think the most successful remodeling businesses and owners out there are really spending time working on the business, not just in the business. Today's topic I want to get into is titled Talent Gaps. Now, I wrote a column recently with professional remodelers specifically about this subject, and I write things because I oftentimes see out there in the marketplace issues and topics that I think are pretty relevant. The real focus of this particular column, and I encourage you to go and take a look at that and maybe read it when you have a chance, but it really focuses on, you know, we're in times of growth, we're in times of really a lot of remodeling activity, and I think for the business to be healthy, you got to keep sort of the talent, the team, the organizational structure in sync with each other, otherwise you create these gaps. And these gaps, in terms of competency, in terms of attitudes, oftentimes are what is sort of like a ball and chain, keeping the organization from moving forward and healthy. You know, in my book, Fit to Grow, one of the key themes of the 12 business themes is people are your greatest asset. And I've certainly talked about that subject for many, many years, but the key word within that particular theme is not necessarily people, it's actually asset. Asset is an investment. Asset is something that needs to be nurtured and protected. And I think when you focus on that particular notion, people are your greatest asset, if you focus more time and energy on the people, the growth of the people, the retaining, the selection of the people, the likelihood that you're going to be more successful is much greater. A good friend of mine, one of the largest remodeling organizations in the country, Uh, coined a little phrase that really hit a chord for me about five years ago as we were in the middle of the recession, and that was that those companies that master the labor will be the most successful. And many people think about that is all about, you know, getting tradespeople or immigration issues and all those kind of things. But at the end of the day, it's really about the talent. It's really about developing, and it's really all about the talent. So as you think about this subject, I think that you need to take some inventory first and foremost. You need to look at your organization, big or small, and really think about some of those key categories or key areas within your business. If you're a very, very small business, then it's really you sort of doing not only the buying the groceries, assembling the meal, cooking the meal, but also serving the meal. So it's a little bit different dynamic, but as you start to grow and get to a $2 million, $3 million and above type of business, then all of a sudden you see a little bit more separation of skills and competency and activities. And this is where I think sometimes I'm seeing in organizations some gaps. 
oftentimes an owner or leader in a business is not only very, very competent, but very passionate about what they do. As they bring on individuals, they may be very strong in a particular trade or a particular task, but are they able to really rise at the same level that oftentimes owners are? You know, one of the challenges is usually an owner or entrepreneur moves at a much faster rate than a team can move. And as a result, again, it creates these series of gaps. And it's these gaps that I think create some of the challenges. So as you think about some of the categories within your business, think about it in this fashion. And you can actually do some inventory and see how you measure up. One of the categories is sales. You know, sales is a very, very important element, obviously, in the business. It creates the fuel, creates the opportunities. And without the sales, you'll never be able to have any uh, projects to build, but also uh, delighted clients. Another category is marketing. Another category is production, finance, administration. And as you get a little bit bigger, administration starts to unpack into HR or IT or other elements of the administrative elements of the business. So as you think about some of these categories, there's some key tips, I think, that I can help you with as you uh, really clarify and understand a little bit better. The first is, I think you tend to be, most of us tend to be more visual thinkers. So try to create, as I illustrated in this column, try to create more of a visual illustration in terms of how these different folks are doing. I like to use sort of the metaphor sometimes, is this person's stock rising or is it falling? If you draw a simple line and then you have a series of little vertical lines and then you have that line really represent what your expectation is based on where the business is today and then measure each one of those individual uh, categories or each one of those individuals in terms of whether they exceed the expectation or they're falling short. I think when you start to do that, you'll start to not only see where you stand in terms of, for example, sales or marketing or production, you'll not only see sort of where you find, where you land within that, but you also start to see the gaps within the individuals that you have in those seats. And it's with those gaps that now you can start to create some strategies, some action plans. Oftentimes when I'm working with business owners and leaders, I really try to not only look at the, where the person is today in that particular role, but I try to imagine, can they get it to the next level? Can they take you, if you're a $5 million business, up to a $10 million, a $20 million business? You know, the altitude, the air that you breathe at different uh, uh, scales of businesses is very different. And I think having that understanding well in advance, it not only tells you where to put the spotlight in terms of training and improvement of the individual, but it also tells you really whether that individual is going to make the cut or not. Another, I think, element when you think about these gaps, and it's something that a lot of owners in businesses really struggle with, is really what should you be focusing your time on? Now, needless to say, as you get a little bit bigger, it's always best to give up the things that you're not very good at, give up the things that you don't really enjoy doing as much. 
I find with a lot of remodeling and business owners, they tend to hang on to sales and marketing really more, in fact, because that's where they're really talent rise. That's where they've gotten the business out of the gate, they've created some success, and therefore that's where they should maybe hang a little bit longer, where when it comes to some of the administrative or financial or even some of the production elements of the business, that's when they backfill oftentimes with other talent. But, you know, that's this internal struggle for a lot of owners. They start to look at it more as an organizational chart and not necessarily looking in the mirror of what they really love to do. You know, my real passion in sales and passion in business was oftentimes wrapped around sales and marketing, and therefore I tend to hang in there much, much longer organizationally in those things and had sort of my finger in that piece of the business much, much longer than oftentimes the simple models really illustrate. So I encourage you to really take some inventory of yourself when it comes to these gaps and the things that you really, really love doing, hang in there and do it. The third theme, I think, that I want to touch on is sort of you've all heard the little adage in the song, knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them. Well, as I talk to owners, especially as they exit and transition out of the business, one of the biggest mistakes that they oftentimes make is keeping people too long or not investing the right amount of time and energy into their people. Now, first and foremost, I think you have to give people, if you believe they're the greatest assets, the benefit of the doubt. I oftentimes, when it comes to any of the individuals, whether they're at a higher level of talent or whether they're at more of a medium level of, of, of uh, talent within the organization, three basic questions. Can they do the job, which is all about competency? It's all about their skills. Will they do the job? It's all about the attitude. It's all about the work ethic. And the third, which is a little bit more of a question that oftentimes you don't think about, and that is, do they fit? And do they fit is a cultural question. You know, there's individuals, for example, that either don't have the sophistication or don't have the fundamental sort of cultural element that ultimately will take you to the vision and place that you want to go. But one of the challenges, I think, is in fact for owners to hold on people too long. You know, I find as you grow as an owner in business, you need to be spending more and more of your time focusing on your talent. I know within my organization that was really consuming probably 50% of my time and energy was really focused in that area. And I encourage, while it may not be 50%, what percentage of your time is spent on developing and growing the talent within your business? And I think when you start to quantify that, you'll start to find that, wow, there might be a little bit of a gap and therefore one reason that there's some talent gaps. The bottom line, I think, on this whole subject of talent gaps, if you're really committed to growth, if you're committed to creating growth for opportunities for other members of your team, you have to be 
making the talent and the growth of your talent and the energy that you put into this subject a top, top priority moving forward. Because what happens, I think, with a lot of owners and entrepreneurs, as I said earlier, that gap becomes greater and greater. And once that gap reaches a certain point, it starts to pull you down like a weight around your ankles and pulls you back in to the day-to-day trenches of the business that oftentimes you can never really fully dig yourself out. So keeping in check and keeping the right cadence and pace with the right level of talent, the gaps within your business, is a good formula to not only get out there and make hay in these really good times that we're in right now, but also really positioning yourself for 2018 and beyond. Take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Local. For more podcasts, visit surefirelocal.com forward slash podcast.